0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The SFA and SPFL announce all Scottish football is suspended until June the 10th. Livingston Air confirmed they'll back the proposal to end leagues early and stick with current standings. But Hearts and Falkirk join Rangers and Partick Thistle in opposing the idea. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this evening is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, big week in Scottish football, Gordon. Um, after weeks of nothing really happening and nobody really coming up with much, we've now been presented with with this uh, solution or resolution, whatever way you want to call it, where teams actually have to vote, um, have to be in by 5pm tomorrow. It'll be interesting to hear what fans are thinking, um, what they think their club should do. Um, and it'll be interesting to see the outcome tomorrow evening. So a big, uh, a big decision coming this weekend uh, for our Scottish clubs. Yeah, Gordon DL for a couple of weeks, as Mark says, there have been no real news headlines with regards to the football. And today, well, as a combination of yesterday and today, we've got some huge ones. So obviously, the proposal is the one that's grabbing the headlines, if you like, and that's the bit that's got everyone div- uh, arguing. But just before we came on air this evening. That news that all Scottish football And that's training as well Training and games Suspended until at least the 10th of June Yeah, long time Gordon Bad news But we've just got to abide by the rules And uh, Mark's right All the votes have to be in tomorrow by 5 o'clock Mark, yours was in last night at 12 o'clock So you're already off and running It'll be interesting to see how other clubs go Everybody's got their opinion Everybody's trying to look after their own club Rightly so I just don't know how we get around this Right, how do you see the vote going tomorrow? What should your club do? Do you have any other suggestions? And how much of a spanner in the works Is this idea today that, that football is suspended until June the 10th? Well it's not an idea, that's, that's what's happening So 01419511025 Give us a call right now You can have your say Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB Mark Wilson, is there any truth in the rumour That um, you are willing to crawl to Hamden And submit Breakin's vote in favour <laughs> of this proposal? <laughs> I gave it all a two seconds to think about what. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean it's like it's a no-brainer for for a club like us, but like you kind of get away from the fact that there is sympathy. I think across uh, all the clubs, for the likes of Hearts, Partick Thistle, you know Stranraer to a certain extent, um, you know there is sympathy for them because it's it's harsh teams being relegated. Um, when they've got a fighting chance Of surviving Obviously the breaking situation At the bottom of the league People are saying Well why does that Not result in relegation The answer is simple The playoffs are A separate competition You can't start another competition um, So that puts that one to bed Now um, Further up leagues as well People may say Dundee's got a claim And things like that But it's relegation Actually being punished And dropping a division It's a hard one But I think there's there's a, a solution out there that if we if the clubs pass this and and agree to this and the league's been called if that is the case, then I think pretty quickly there would be another vote on league reconstruction, which would then probably point towards Hearts not getting relegated and uh, and you know two coming up and Kelty and Brora even at the bottom would be pushed up and it would all look fair. Or, or as fair as can be There would always be one or two clubs That would moan about it 
But I think that's the situation But in terms of Getting this one over the line By five o'clock tomorrow It is a lot to ask clubs To to make a decision As important as this In such a short space of time And I wonder If we'll, we'll get everybody Over the line by five tomorrow Right, imagine it was split Gordon DL And mm-hmm. as one of the main authorities On Scottish football They just phone you Yeah To have the decisive vote Oh one four one. What? Nine f- what's your number? Nine five one one zero two five. What would you do? Um, what was your question again? Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how the conversation <laughs> yeah, would go, as well. Can you repeat that? You get the deciding vote. Do you do you push through this proposal, which would end the lower leagues and give out the placings as they mm. currently stand, based on points per game? You're giving the Premiership a couple of more weeks Or a bit more time to try and finish But let's be honest I think most people feel like it would then just follow suit And Celtic would be champions Dundee United would be champions Hearts would be down Partick Thistle would be down etc Do you vote for that or do you not? Um, not just now, no I would try I know that you're now talking 10th of June Did you say the mm-hmm. right date? Um, I think I heard, I heard the show last night gone Because you know Wednesdays are very special night to me and Bath night Yeah Good. Even the Aberdeen manager Derek McInnes was on And he was saying Look we have to try and give this to As long as we possibly can But where is the cut off period That's a big big problem And the reason The reason I don't think I'd vote for it is I would love nothing better Than see this man next to me Get relegated <laughs> <laughs> Oh thanks very much That's, that's charming I could, oh. make, I could make a career out of that 01419511025 Gordon Deal. I think he was on He was on the fence He, he sort of climbed down On the side of, of not proposing it But I'm looking for a bit more depth A bit more logic and reason Rather than you want to see Mark well, relegated here's, Right, here's, here's one We'll in, get back to it We've right. plenty of time 01419511025 The reason is I'm going to try and sort of run through where we're at at the moment And there's a, there's a lot going on Especially now that we've had this development Let's start yesterday Let, Let's start at the beginning The SPFL clubs will vote on the following proposal For the Championship League 1 and League 2 The season to be brought to an end The current placings to stand based on points per game That would mean Dundee United up, Partick down Wraith up, Stranraer down Cove Rangers up Now remember it needs 75% of the votes to pass Which looks like 9 in the Premiership 8 in the Championship And 15 across League 1 and League 2 Now, this is not for the Premiership at the moment I know this has been dressed up as a Do you vote to give Celtic the title? That may well be the case down the line But that, that's not the proposal as it stands at the moment The Premiership would eventually though uh, fall in line And stick with current placings Based on points per game Celtic would be champions Hearts would be relegated So that's the proposal That clubs are being asked to vote on By 5 o'clock tomorrow As you will know Hearts have come out and Disagreed Obviously As as, as they're well within their rights to do Rangers are the same Now the part of the main gist of that And, and we got it from Derek McInnes last night as well Is Let's not rush Let's try our best To get the season finished And again Worth remembering Everyone wants the season finished mm-hmm. If possible How much has that though Now been influenced By this latest development That all levels of the game In Scotland Will be suspended Until at least the 10th of June Get your calendar out And stick with me here You cannot even resume training Until the 10th of June mm-hmm. There's now a real Level of debate About how long Players take to get up to speed I've heard people say Six weeks And I've heard people say Two Let's call it two Let's call it three then You know Because sort of Best case scenario If you like Mm -hmm. 10th of June Middle of June 
Couple of weeks training We can then Best Best case scenario Not resume Our league football Until the beginning of July With a new season set to start And a new TV set to kick in in August Yeah Likely uh, Listen we, When do we stop? 14th of March 14th of March Was when the games were postponed Well my game was postponed anyway And not starting back training To the 10th of June That's an incredible break And to get players up to speed in two weeks And and bear in mind This isn't a, a season where players A full season ahead Where players can Maybe feel their way into it And And You know They, they come better as the season goes on What have they got? Nine games Nine important games to hit the ground running after two weeks' time. So you can, I, you, I can don't think that's, in, you, you can put that in three weeks, three and a half weeks, yeah? You think so? Yeah. Yeah. So, I th- I think so all your all your physical prep that you do in pre season, all mm-hmm. your running and getting up to speed, because bear in mind the players can only go at themselves and do mm-hmm. so much. I don't but they, they I, are, you actually need to play friendlies and have that you know, ninety minutes behind you. Before you can go and play meaningful games, bear in mind there there is a recommendation there from, or you know, from the the governing bodies that that is six weeks. That's the sort of period Mm. of time that they they are suggesting. Yeah, um, and I totally agree. Ideally, six weeks for any team to prepare, Gordon. But I think uh, the modern day player are they going to be at their sharpest, one hundred percent fitness wise? No, of course or not. Could they do it? I do believe the modern player. Can do it because even now they'll still be looking after themselves. They'll still be, you know, putting their stats in there, out and they're running. They'll be getting monitored at the top clubs. Uh, as a, a a real big ass. My big problem about making the decision now. I'm I'm not. I'm I sit totally in the fence here. If if the decision's made tomorrow night, lease standings, everything. I've not got a problem with anything like that. Right. The one club out of everybody, I feel a wee bit for. It's Partick Thistle Because Partick Thistle Are sitting there Yeah but it's on points per game It's on points per game Yep so Which wouldn't change Wouldn't change the position For Partick Thistle But it's done on points per game To, to get round that Right Well I just think There's right. you, you know another thing Just quickly Over all this You know the coronavirus We're forgetting that Everybody's Consumed with football And getting back to playing <laughs> Coronavirus hasn't really Infected any of the football clubs yet And we're We're looking at stats Going up every day And every single day So what if it then Starts seeping into Football clubs If players start getting it yeah. if, if members of staff Start getting it Exactly And then it comes 10th of June And you're going Well we're going to get This season up and run How, How's that possible? Good it, it question just, It, it I, just doesn't I, it I would rather Sorry Gordon quickly I would rather go with this Than reconstruction 0141-951-1025 Alan is in Alawa He's a Rangers fan What do you think Alan? Um, well I've been listening to to, to, the, to what you've been saying guys You know um, I'm of the opinion that There's no right answer And there's definitely no wrong answer I've been listening to this for weeks and weeks now uh, My own opinion is that The league should be finished But I don't see how they can be I yeah. just, I just don't see it. The government are not going to. Uh, you were just saying there about the coronavirus and players and members of the club and whatever. Um, the guidelines are even if the games were to be played behind, behind uh, closed doors, which would Im- which would Im- impact on the club financially as well and could cause you know clubs to go under um, without having thirty six or even three hundred and sixty at their at their ground. Um, the government just won't allow. 
mass crowds to go to these games as early as that. We've seen the cancellation of the, the festivals, the rock festivals, the Edinburgh Festival, rock concerts, you name it. We've seen the cancellation of anywhere. So the government are just not going to allow Rangers and Celtic to have 50,000 mm-hmm. people getting together quickly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're um, spot on, Alan. And even... Not even taking that into account We're not even talking I don't think about big crowds At this point See if you read the detail On on the statement And this is a lot easier to follow um, If you go and read it yourself So head to the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB And you'll be bored Of listening to me Drone through it But I'll pick out A couple of key points Alan Because You're you're spot on Um, This joint response group Statement today From the Scottish Football Authorities talks about you know the, the Scottish FA's medical consultant Dr John McLean He's been talking to medical colleagues in Scotland and the UK UEFA, the World Health Organisation And there's a couple of really revealing lines in it It says the Scottish board, FA board Given due consideration to a letter received By the Scottish Government Minister for Public Health, Sport and Wellbeing Joe Fitzpatrick Drawing attention to the health protection regulations which banned public gatherings of more than two people. We're not talking about 50,000, more than two people. Mr Fitzpatrick stated these restrictions were unlikely to be lifted for at least 13 weeks and the NHS Scotland has been placed on an emergency footing until at least the 10th of June. So, Alan, we're miles away from talking about 50,000 getting into a stadium. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're not. We're not, as you say, we're not just talking about fifty thousand. The club at the bottom of my street. I don't know what Allah will get. What two hundred and fifty, three hundred and fifty people? They can certainly keep two meters apart. But are the government going to allow that? No, no. it's not going to happen. And I just don't. I just don't see with the amount of fixtures that there are in a backlog. I think the leagues as well probably have been devalued to a certain extent. That it's like starting a new season all over. Rangers, Celtic, Hamilton, Motherwell, Partick Thistle—they've all had players that have been injured. So it's no like coming back. It's no—how can I describe this? It's no like what it was two months ago, before it was even you know mm-hmm. cancelled. It's com- it's a completely different league. It's all right saying I will finish it. We'll give it to Celtic. We'll give it to Rangers. We'll give it to Air United. Doesn't it matter? It's a it's a, a completely new mini league. These last eight or nine games Whatever we've got left You know Do you, do you appreciate what I'm saying? Yeah yeah I understand what, what, what would your outcome be then Alan? Because you know, what, if, you, if you were in charge So to speak If you had the deciding vote Would you just Would you go for this? If you don't think football can return Would you just Accept it as it is? Well Being a Rangers yeah. man I didn't want Celtic to get it And vice versa They didn't want us to get it Sure um, I'd rather I'd rather uh, that it was just completely the whole season was wiped and we start afresh in August. Mm. As the guys were saying, professional footballers are not going to be able to get back to, they might get back to full fitness, but they'll not be anywhere near full sharpness. The, 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 Alan probably speaks for a number of Rangers fans who, who would go for that as well, and not only Rangers fans, I'm sure there are others out there. Um, that though by some distance looks like the least likely outcome in fact it's it's not it's not, it's not really on the table and i wonder if people need to start pre- preparing for that there has been not a single thing to suggest ever that that's going to be on the table listen i've said all along since i started that that was the worst option the most unlikely option null and void the season probably wasn't going to happen Listen, all, does all, a lot of it comes down to finances as well you know avoid the season you run into all sorts of problems Financial problems Legal ramifications I mean how do you play 
the clubs are placings in the league for a start and the clubs depend on that and I think that's where we're getting to now with the, the championship down you know you draw a line under the league the the league placing money can be paid out and you go on for the other premiership slightly different but still it's a lot of money so that's why I, I just can't be scrubbed however Rangers and Hearts are quite right to acknowledge that and acknowledge the, the need for money but, but they want to see the rules change they want they want this money to be available at the moment so don't don't finish anything off don't crown champions don't relegate people but give the prize money out as it stands and then you know it can be readjusted later or it could be loans from from the SPFL to the clubs is that not a potential way around it well i wonder uh, again what legal ramifications that would have behind the scenes for the SPFL board uh, uh, and the lawyers involved. Uh, how does how does that work? Are they allowed to do it? Well, and and Budge's argument to that would be if the government can change laws at the drop of a hat to deal with this crisis, then surely our governing bodies of football can do something. Yeah. Well, I, I suggest if that's if that's a question being asked, um, and it gets down to that situation, I suppose in these uncertain times, perhaps rules could be changed then to to support that. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if that point comes up in the next few well, days. Let's speak to George and Milton. Hi, George. How you doing guys? Good evening all. I'll just get pelters there for the Trevento Malbec wine. I'm better stay off the wine at the moment. The good lady has given me... I'll tell you something guys, I won't need A&E. I'll need A&E by the time this is finished. Well please, please it's, look uh, after yourself. Drink responsibly. Yeah, drink responsibly George. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely, most definitely guys. A very good evening to all in there. I, I, my point is, uh, I don't see... I think the league will need to uh, sort of invoke... Section uh, C38, which is uh, when the season is finished on, I think it's the middle of May, then Section C38 comes into play. I, I, I listen to a lot of Rangers Radio and the Tynecastle forums, and, and, all, and all these guys are shouting for null and void. That can't, guys, please uh, get null and void out of your heads. It's not going to happen. You want all want it, because Rangers null effect, in effect, is uh, their season's over, their season was over. When they get put out with hearts at Tynecastle and without the Scottish Cup and the league was over, uh, the season basically was over. So that no wonder, no wonder these guys are shouting for null and void. I, I do. I, I was a, I was, I was Celtic in that position. I may have been shouting at myself, guys. I'm not a hypocrite. I may have been shouting, guys, null and void it, null and void it, because it really means nothing to them, and it's the same as it means nothing to Hearts because they're at the bottom of the league. And if it stays the way it is, then it'll be relegation for Hearts and. You know, Rangers will finish second, but they were going to finish anyway. But my main point is, is Celtic and Rangers, there'll be no football in 2020. The season 2021 won't even start in August, guys. That's a guaranteed certainty. And I hope you guys record my conversation here and put my phone number in and phone me back on the 10th of June. There'll be no football on the 10th of June. And turn before that 10th of June... The, the Celtic and a lot of other clubs will invoke section C38, which is in the SFA rules. Mm, I must admit, I've no, I've no idea what section C38 is. I must you, admit, Gordon, I'll, you'll be all across it. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all across it tonight with my glasses in my back. George is sounding great there, but no, it's a serious matter, Gordon. I think that uh, the biggest problem is clubs are panicking, running out of money. The decision, where is the cut off line? I keep saying this. We're now you telling us tonight about the 10th of June. Four players can train and whatever We have to find the solution Every club, every supporter Will try and look after their own There'll be arguments all across the board But we have to find mm. the solution And I know I know this is naive Before I even say it And I know this is Glasgow 
I, I wish we could at least pretend that we accept that this is not a Celtic v Rangers matter. <laughs> it is far bigger than that. It, it, it's going to impact every club in the land in one way or another. Big clubs. I mean, if, especially if you're. If your main argument is about you know points gaps at the top of the league, look at Falkirk. They're only one point behind Wraith Rovers. And don't get me, listen. It's great for shows like this. So I'm not I'm not pretending otherwise. But can we maybe just try a little bit to to have some perspective and, and realise that this is bigger than than Celtic yeah. and Rangers bragging rights. And that's us saying it here in this studio, saying it to supporters. Imagine it's the guys sitting on the table at the top who are actually discussing this, who have to. Realise that as well And you hope that They do realise that quickly You're right Gordon It's a far cry from Celtic Rangers All the way down To like I say Kelty and Broda Who aren't even in the SPFL just now But they've done their business They've spent a lot of money Trying to get in this league And and this affects them as well because let's be honest They would have been <laughs> Because again Gordon I'll go back to it I feel like I'm looking to spend my days On social media I feel like The narrative out there Shifted as if somehow Celtic really want the season to just end now and, and you know, Rangers don't or, you know, Hearts don't but everyone wants the season to finish it's just a question of can we and a lot of people are saying no we can't Yeah, you heard the Aberdeen manager on I thought uh, Derek was brilliant last night on the show and he was right he, he says, look, we want the opportunity to catch Motherwell Rangers want the opportunity to catch Celtic Hearts want the opportunity to stay up you know, Teams in the championship want the opportunity to get and be involved in the playoffs and get promoted. Of course, everybody, you're right, Gordon. This is about everybody wants the season to finish. They want to play out the season. There's no doubt. Players, well, apart from March, players, managers, teams, everybody. But unfortunately, we're at a crossroads now that I think a decision will need to be made very shortly. And Budge is obviously against this proposal, and we're going to hear from her next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors helping you return to action. Talk to Thompson's.com. Life's always better when the radio's on. And with more than 50 stations in most of the country, with a digital radio, it can be even better. With easy search and tune, digital quality sound, and in some cases, Bluetooth and internet-enabled features. So don't miss out. Upgrade to digital radio and look for the tick on approved products. It means the radio includes DAB and DAB+. Find out which stations are available in your area at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Now we've all stopped social contact due to coronavirus. There are lots of things we can still do safely, like phone and video calls with friends and family, staying active indoors and exercising outside once a day, two metres away from others. Older people or those concerned can call Age Scotland for advice, free on 0800 12 44 2. For those most affected, there are lots of organisations that can support you and your family at readyscotland.org. Please protect yourself and others. Protect Scotland. Hi, can you help me? I've just been made redundant. If you've been made redundant or you're at risk of redundancy, PACE can help. PACE, Partnership Action for Continuing Employment, is the free Scottish Government initiative providing you with the advice and support you need. PACE can help you find work, understand your rights, explore learning and training opportunities and access financial support you may be entitled to. Visit redundancyscotland.co.uk or call 0800 917 8000. Fraudsters are getting more and more sophisticated and it's easier than ever for people to make an honest mistake and lose their money. 
TSB doesn't think anyone should have to pay for being an innocent victim of fraud on their account. That's why they've created the TSB Fraud Refund Guarantee. To find out more, visit tsb.co.uk. Terms and conditions apply. ScotMed's been there for your community for over 160 years, through the good times and the bad. And we'll continue to be there for you throughout this latest difficult time. Please bear with us and be considerate of our colleagues and other customers. We're doing everything we can to keep you well supplied. ScotMed. That's handy. Dr. Michael Shankery is supported by SKIAF to provide medical care to thousands of women in the Democratic Republic of Congo who have suffered horrific sexual violence. His work is exhausting and heartbreaking, but he continues because without him, women would die. Please help heroes like Dr. Shankery by giving to SKIAF's We Box Big Change Appeal. Give before the 20th of May and your donation will be doubled by the UK government. Visit skiaf.org.uk or call 0141 Thank you. Quick fire questions from Quiznuts. Question one. How many bones are in the human body? Question two. Which country has the biggest population? Question three. If you're this good at quizzes, why aren't you playing Quiznuts? It's the free quiz game with great prizes to win every week. Play solo, against friends, other players, or even celebrity quizzes. So download the Quiznuts app now. You'd be nuts not to. All but essential travel should be avoided. However, if you still need to travel, up-to-date info can be found at Clyde1.com. This week at Tesco, large Easter eggs are three for £8. And we've got a large choice too on all your favourite brands, including Terry's Chocolate Orange, Cadbury's and Maltesers. A three for eight pounds? Why shell out more? Tesco. Every little helps. Available in the majority of larger stores and online, delivery charges may apply on 13th of April. Travel with ArnoldClark.com. Now reserve your next car from home for £99. Hey, Stephen here with your travel and it's certainly not a normal bank holiday weekend. Everyone would usually be rushing home at this time. But in terms of your major routes, there is nothing happening whatsoever on the M8, the M80, M74 or the M77. Looks like most people are taking the government's advice to stay at home and not make any unnecessary journeys. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Quite a lot to get through because we were still digesting the news from yesterday about this proposal which will be voted on tomorrow to bring the lower leagues to a close and dish out the prizes, if you like, based on current standings. The expectation would be that the Premiership would then follow if football can't be played. And on the question of if or when football can be played, well, it's been announced this evening that all Scottish football, and that includes training, has been suspended until June the 10th at the earliest. So any window that we had to try and finish the season has just been made a little bit shorter. But what do you think? 01419511025. Could we still do it? Could we still squeeze them in? You tell us. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. Let me just delve into Twitter quickly. Uh, Tracy Pollock says, why not play the remaining games behind closed doors? Set up a pay-per-view live stream. Keeps everyone safe and hopefully happy. Well, it doesn't really. Players, officials, yep. staff, everything like that. That's the thing. People are thinking footballers are immune mm. to coronavirus. They're not. I, I made the point earlier. What happens when this these numbers start escalating even more, and we hope they don't, 
But it starts creeping into your football club uh, A few members of staff might get it A few players might get it But just go and play closed door games It can't happen it's, they're, they're human beings as well Football players They're not just there to be Rolled out Because People want to see Their team Win a league Or escape relegation It's it's a much bigger problem Than just throwing guys out And, and hoping they can perform For the sake of You know A bit of celebration Or, or things like that So no, nah, I don't think that's a possibility In terms of where we're at With the voting We've only had a few people Come out publicly Mostly the clubs who ob- Oppose it Rangers I think Were, were one of the first Partick Thistle soon after um, Livingston were the first top flight club today To come out in support of it And again you should go onto the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB Because they, they do give a really detailed explanation As to why They just don't think there's a viable space to finish the season um, They talk about the need for the prize money to be distributed Which can only happen once the campaign is finished um, They say it's an extremely tough decision Because we would have loved the opportunity to push for a European spot which was potentially mm-hmm. worth huge amounts of revenue. Our preferred option was to finish the league, but it's become abundantly clear this would be difficult at best to achieve, taking into account the pandemic, financial and contractual agreements. So let's Livingston on one side, Rangers, Partick Thistle on the other, Hearts as well, of course. Let's hear from Anne Budge. Based on the conversations I've had, and I've talked to a number of clubs in the Premiership, I've talked to a number of clubs in the Championship, I haven't talked to League One and League Two clubs because I don't have the ready contacts, if you like. Um, and I believe uh, I, I don't believe this uh, will be supported. We are where we are in, you know, in, in the uh, league positions. Um, if we argue everything through, if everything is talked about, and and basically that is what the. Uh, community of football clubs believe is right. I'm not going to fight it um, to the death. How is that going to end? So if we have to deal with relegation, we'll deal with relegation. But I do just keep coming back to the point of, but who is going to benefit? So Anne Budge doesn't think this will pass tomorrow. Well, Anne Budge is probably hoping <laughs> uh, it doesn't pass Gordon because it, it does mean I know that is you know she's come out there and said well if we're getting relegated we'll deal with that that's a massive loss to Hearts again but uh, I don't even think it will come to that I think if this passes there will be no relegation this I, is this is difficult then isn't it because we're talking about intricate timing here yes Hearts are are effectively voting for the possibility that they get relegated. But on the hope that the league is reconstructed after that mm. You can see why that would be difficult then. Yeah uh, the, the difficulty as I think with us is I don't think they can have the two votes in one So one has to be passed before then they go on to the next mm-hmm. So you think after this one they'll go reconstruction to keep Hearts in the uh, Premier League? I think so I think there is sympathy for Hearts out there I, I, I really oh, do un- Across undeniably. the clubs How I could there not be? Yeah, Thistle's the same, Stranraer's the same Punishing clubs by putting them down is is very unfair. I think it's slightly different at the top of the table, um, so I think reconstruction would come. I, I, it's my my feeling that reconstruction would pass. You you say you wouldn't fancy it, I, but I reckon. I reckon why, about, why would you not fancy? I reckon that? by twenty past seven tonight you'll be in the championship. The way you're <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's not get into one league for the championship. We'll start the next season because uh, you're uh, a beacon of the second uh, but well, listen, I think it's just the fairest option uh, uh, Reconstruction, but we'll see Right, let's speak to James and Devon Hi James Hi, how is everyone? Not too Hi, bad, James. James How are you? How are things oh. down there? Yeah, living in the isolation dream down here in Devon <laughs> Just got a barbecue going for the kids You stay oh, safe oh, nice. no, <laughs> It's hellish um, no, Just a quick one um, I called the other week um, when Jim and that was on About you know this attitude of oh, Let's just wait, let's kick it down the road till you know, July, August, September, in the hope that everything will resolve itself and then we can act. But we, we, can't, we can't do that. I mean, this coronavirus isn't going away. There's no vaccine. It's going to mutate. There'll be, a, you know, the Corona-19 will turn into a Corona-20 next year. You know, and we could potentially no football for 18 months. Now, all these clubs that are saying, oh, I'm worried that we're going to get relegated, bet your bottom dollar, in two months' time, they'll be worried that they might not have a club left. So what they have to do is act on the facts that we've got now. The facts that we've got now is clubs need the money. When they tie up a league in whichever which way they want to do it, release those funds, and then the clubs then know what league they're going to be in next year. They can then issue their season tickets because we're in for a mass worldwide recession coming along the way. People will not have the money come November and December time to buy season tickets. Now, it may sound a bit mercenary, but as soon as the clubs can get those season tickets out, the more chance they've got of selling them. So, because come, you know, later on in the year, if this kicks in again and we get another spike and there's no football again, I, I said it two weeks ago, there'll be 20 odd clubs go to the wall right across the UK, and that's minimal. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I wouldn't know about, you know, the predictions about number of clubs or number of months that, that we are away, but James makes some very, very important points. To, panel, I'm sure you'll agree, because all along there have been noises of we need clarity and clubs need money and, and we needed it. but now that we're trying to provide some sort of clarity because it's not the type of clarity that suits some people mm -hmm. we're saying that we don't want this clarity at the moment we want to push it down the road and that that's where my per just my personal uncertainty comes from Hearts are quite right to say what they said and Rangers are quite right to say what they said but, but what if we can't start the football again yeah. unless I've missed something you know, and budget or Rangers statement As admirable as they were in their own way There's still no real acknowledgement of what we do If, like James says, that we simply can't play it I think, to a finish I, I think James, if we can't play Gordon with the side I think James speaks a lot of sense here About trying to get finance into clubs Because we will lose clubs There's no doubt Money's run now, we need money We need The clubs need money I, I think the, the statement that's come out today Saying the 10th of June I think that that hits everybody with a wee bit of realism what we're facing here. And listen, that's just a a date just now. That's that date at the earliest, yeah. and that it's training as well. Exactly. So that could shift further back. So James's point, I think, is spot on. I think clubs that, that will need the changer, Mark. Yeah. I, 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 as I say, I listened to a show last night, and Jim Duffy, who's involved in it as well with Dumbarton, Dent McInnes talking Aberdeen manager, talking about. Let's give it as long as we possibly can Totally behind them Totally 100% But this is a game changer Because you're right We've now moved it to 10th of June That doesn't mean the box has got to be ticked on the 10th of June You know, it could be further on and further on And just now, the biggest problem for our clubs is We need to survive And James is right mm. 
Decisions, as I say, Gordon, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not involved in it. But I think that sooner or later, decisions need to be made and money has to come in to keep our clubs alive. James, though, to be fair to the clubs who are opposing this proposal at the moment, namely Hearts and Rangers, they don't disagree with the fact that clubs need money. They, in fact, want money to be distributed at the moment, but just with the, the caveat that we we push this decision-making a bit further back and we look to try and repair it. Is that Does that not seem like a, a reasonable halfway house, if you like? No, not at all, because how can they sell season tickets based on a hope? Well, clubs have started doing it, you know, and I know it's difficult, but we had Keith Lasley on from Motherwell the other night. They sold. They know the league they're going to be in. Hearts I mean, you look at, you, if you yeah. look at Hearts, you know, I mean, you know, we all know that Rangers are, are, are financially broke as well. You know, they need 10 million before the end of the season, and that's not a pop of Rangers, that's just a fact, it's in their accounts. So that we need to get the money because Scottish football could potentially die here. And, I, and when I say clubs going to war, I'm not just talking about, you know, second division clubs, Dumbarton, my old team, and not all of those kind of teams. Going to the wall, there were Premiership teams who could potentially be looking over their shoulder at this moment in time, because once what happens in three months' time when they furloughed the, the pay, and then they have to pay all this money back if the, if the wages have been deferred, they, <laughs> I just don't think. I think the general public over this realization, I think that this virus is going to go away in July and August, September. It ain't, you know, not until we get a vaccine. And that's two years away. So, and, and I know this is a football show, but my point is. Just cut through it, release the funds now, allocate the, the, the league as is, work through so that they can plan for next season. You ever know who's going to be in the Champions League, if indeed there is going to be a Champions League. Release the season tickets based on that and get money in through the door. Then reassess, rejudge, and then come you know, August time, because that's what it's realistically we're looking at. If we say June, that's a pre-season, isn't it? So you can say, right, OK, we'll give up the, the July Champions League qualifiers. we start pre-season in June. Hopefully, God willing, we're good to go in August. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of sense in there. I can, I can yeah. imagine people nodding along to to the realities of of what we're facing. And I'm talking about as a society here. I'm not talking about that tribal f- football stuff. Um, this notion that that we do wait a little bit. There are a few main obstacles, and probably trying to try and list them in order. The first one. Is the virus okay? And that's mm. the, the bit that we probably know the least about in terms of exactly how we're going to come out the other end of it. So that would be the obvious one. You know, this thought that we might be able to start again in in late June or start again in July or or whatever. So the first one's the virus. How on earth are we going to negotiate that? The second one, maybe up until a week ago, would have been player contracts. Players are out of contract on June the 9th. What do you do? I know there was stuff coming out of FIFA a few days ago to say that they were willing to... Extend them until such times as a season officially, you know, was played to a close. Maybe that's something that could be negotiated. And then there is the start of next season and our new record-breaking TV deal for Scottish football from Sky, which is due to kick in at the start of August. And if you think that clubs relied on TV money before, just imagine how much they're going to rely on it now. So those three obstacles are big, massive. I would probably say massive, Gordon. As I said, I, uh, up until today, when I listened to a show last night with the guys that's involved in managing, I did agree, let's try and just hold off. Because you've, you've said it since day one. Every single club wants to finish a season, right? But we're in a position that now when I look at the, the, the day of the 10th of June, looking at what have, has to go in that, and it's not a case of I'll be 100% the 10th of June, it'll probably not be. The date will be further on. I think big decisions mm-hmm. will have to be made 
Because we need money The, the caller's right James and Devon Thanks so much for getting in touch um, Your barbecue down there Sounds a little bit better Than some people's isolation So we won't give you Too much sympathy But take care And do get in touch again In the future That was James and Devon And we're going to speak to Jim Who's a Rangers fan From Aberfoyle He's coming up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Experienced players Who know how to win Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Or should it be Howard the Duck? That's what we've discovered Gordon DL's lookalike We discovered it just before we came in the studio I mean, hands up I had never heard of Howard the Duck But Mark Wilson got very excited And he started Googling it And he showed me his phone From a safe distance, obviously And I must admit You look a bit like Howard Who is Howard the Duck? It was a film And I always remember watching it as a kid I think it was the 80s Is it the wee white bit of hair? white bit of hair Because we were chatting about haircuts And I said you've you I come, in, I come in looking very smart tonight right? <laughs> And, and he, <laughs> he, he, he turns around and says Who is it, Howard? Howard the Duck, aye, aye Mark but, Wilson, you may remember a couple of weeks ago Gordon was getting it tight because he came in dressed like a PE teacher He had a, a striped polo shirt Tucked into his tracksuit bottoms <laughs> And his trainers um, I, I think he's maybe outdone himself aye, tonight incredible. Would you like to say, describe it? Well, right. as soon as i seen him I had to say What have you came dressed as? He's got... A pair of old bobbly joggies on that he must have got them in your your wraith days, complemented by a woolly v neck jumper. But yeah, a, a nice smart jumper, a, not paired with a pair of joggies and a pair of. See the blue thing trainers. is, right? The jumper is nice. It's a nice light blue woolly v neck. It's a hu- it's Hugo Boss, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Ten, ten months um, to ten pound payments. Other brands are available. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever go into the Hugo Boss shop and see it paired on the mannequin with those tracks and bombs? Horrendous. You know what he's done, right? Because uh, I said to him, at least he's colour coordinated. He's just went in his wardrobe and picked all blue. And, and thought it would match Because even his trainers are blue <laughs> but, but you can't mix and Do you know what it's like? It's it's symptomatic hey, of, of, of what of what we're like at the moment Because it's You know when you go on those conference calls Or video calls for yeah. work And you go business upstairs And comfort <laughs> yeah. downstairs That's, that's kind of what he's got going on Well you, uh, you only horrific. see you, uh, uh, I, I, listen, A nice jumper Thank you Nice joggies no, no mixed though No mixed You've got, you've got a hoodie on What's up with a hoodie? Have a look at it Right anyway This is this is enough Back to the football 0141 He's looking Milton Dunn Check what else I've got on 0141 Howard the Duck And Mark Wilson Here to take your calls Jim is an Aberfoyle Jim bring some sense Back to this please I would like to Thank you I don't have a, I don't have a problem With some award And Celtic the title Okay Rangers Rangers get a champion League spot Because we're still in Europe Oh that's creative uh, Right so So you're a Rangers fan And you think Okay yeah. get, give Celtic the title But deny yeah. them access To the Champions League And give that yeah, well, to Rangers Rangers, instead. Rangers are still in Europe And that, that competition Might never be finished So we Get the Champions League spot And Celtic haven't actually Won the league But they've been handy with it So Rangers get the Champions League spot so why do you get promoted from the Europa to the Champions League spot? Why not? Why why give Celtic the title then? Because I mean, you Celtic just said you had no problem with giving Celtic <laughs> the title. How <laughs> you suggesting yeah, if, it? If Rangers get the Champions League spot because you're still in Europe. But, yeah, but Gordon's talking about the difference between the two European competitions. Why would being in the Europa League bump you up to the Champions League? 
because we performed better in Europe than Celtic have. Oh, right. right. Um, in the Europa League. Yeah, in the Europa League you have, yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've outperformed Celtic in the Europa League as well. Yeah, and, and I know that, but I'm talking about, you know, qualification for these European competitions is determined by how you do in the league, isn't it? But the league's not coming to a conclusion. It's only been handed to them. Their uh, Celtic didn't beat Livingston, so there's there a chance they could drop more points and Rangers catch them. There is a chance, very slim, but there is a chance. You can't, nobody there can say, definitely Celtic will win all their games. Of course not, but I think we're arguing two different things here, Jim, because no one's saying that, but if you. If you think it's flimsy to give Celtic the title Surely it's as flimsy to give Rangers a Champions League And even at that, Jim It's not going to be our SPFL board Who decides that Like, okay, we'll take the league We'll get you the Champions League mm. But I think UEFA might have some say in that Right. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think I Where I will give Jim credit It's the first time I've heard it you know, yeah. usually you end up repeating arguments after a while on these things. It's original. I was very surprised to hear it. Um, I know what Jim's saying there about they're still in the Europa I'm League, not, but if the game, the, if the second leg went on, I don't think you'd still be in it. Um, no, I think Mark's right. I don't think it's up to us to say, right, I'll tell you what, here, throw throw everything in the middle of the table there. We'll take the league. What do you want? Your next pick. Motherwell, I don't know what we would decide to get. We're in third. We're next pick. Take the Scottish Cup Ah, we're having the Scottish Cup <laughs> no, uh, You're out it though Oh well so are Rangers uh, If they, they played the, the second leg Let's be honest mm, What do you think Jim? Miracles have happened <laughs> 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 This is I tell you what This is classic What isolation's doing to people And, uh, and just the, the lack of decisions In this league People are coming up with these ideas. It's great it's, uh, They're great talking points But I don't think uh, UEFA would would go for that one. We'll just we'll just let Scotland decide who takes the Champions League spot. I don't think so. Jim and Aberfoyle, we we thank you. Like I say, it's original. I've not heard it before, and that is good enough for me. Thank you to Jim and Aberfoyle for that one. Still time for you to get in touch. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I suppose that you know this this proposal that's out there that that Celtic. Get the, we'd get the title Down the line Hearts would get relegated Dundee United would get the title Partick Thistle would go down And, and so on and so forth Whilst it, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here Because whilst it's clearly not going to be Likeable For everyone Why would it be? It's, it could be devastating to Hearts It could be devastating to Partick Thistle So I'm not saying it has to be likeable But it's It's simple Does that does that make sense? You know there's, mm. You're not You're not changing the number of leagues At the mm. moment You're not Doing what Jim suggests and, and sort of taking with giving with one hand and taking away with the other and, and trying to barter and, and it, although it might be unpopular, it's it's simple and that, that, that that's not me saying it's right. But mm. do, do you see what I mean? Yeah, and you you look at other options, Gordon. I don't think there's a lot of great options out there because uh, we keep harping on about it. The, the clubs need money and decisions will need to be made quickly. Um, big game changer, tenth of June for me. So. I just hope they come up with a decision Yes of course it's not going to please everybody Every club, every chairman, every supporter Of course it's not But it's tough times and tough decisions have to be made I wonder if clubs will take into consideration though, Hearts and Partick Thistle If they agree to this That their fans may jump on that and go 
Our club's a green relegation, but yeah. they've they've got assurances perhaps behind the scenes that the fans aren't aware of. Let's squeeze I, I in, yeah. Let's squeeze in one more on that. Actually, I think Paul, who's a St Mirren fan from Falkirk, he's got some ideas. Hi, Paul. Hi, how you doing, lads? Good, Hi, Paul. Paul. On you go. Right, listen. I'm not a massive Hearts fan at all. I mean, and there was nothing would make me happier than to see Hearts get relegated. <laughs> but when I look at it. And uh, uh, you hear different people coming up with hand Celtic lead, hand relegation. I think anybody being honest, Celtic's way out of it. And, I mean, it's not a one point a gap where the teams are right up behind them and chasing them, and there's a real good chance of them taking the league. Celtic are out in front. Give Celtic the league. No relegation. Have reconstruction. Bring two teams up for the first division or the, the championship. And then just do that because I'm sick and tired. I playing. You know, I think it was at one stage in the season we played multiple three times within a week and a half. But the monotony there, the split, and everything's great in the league. But this is going to give us the opportunity to to, to bring more teams into the league, and it would do the national side a lot of good as well because teams are scared to play their young boys, blood in them, and getting them into first team squads, getting them game times, and bringing these guys on. The likes of John McGinn, who never got noticed at St Mirren until he went to Hibs, and then obviously he made his move. But these guys that are out there, they're just not getting the opportunities. Think, and the reason for that is... Do you is, think turning it, you t- there are 12 teams at the moment, going up to 14, Paul, does that drastically affect the monotony or the quality of the league in any way? No, but not even just two teams. I'm, I'm looking for re- league uh, reconstruction. I mean, when you look at the the, the, the teams below us... You know, so when you, what are you talking, 16? Yeah, well, even a six-team league, we play each other twice. A twenty-team yeah, league. No, but here's here's the here's the real sticking point, and right. we can because we don't have time to get into all the football because that's a great bit of debate. You know, Paul thinks it would be better for for our young players, but other people would say no because it's not a best v best. Anyway, that that's probably for another day because it's so long. Paul, one thing that's for certain, and it, I know that it sticks in people's throat, and I understand why. But we dance to the tune of the TV companies that. That's been the case for a long, long time And any league which does not have Four old firm games in it Is is not going to work For, for our, for our broadcast agreement the league, when, when you look at the I mean, I don't know, let's be honest here The old firm games are now the old firm games are past I mean, there's times where I don't even watch them now I mean, I'm not, I mean I'd rather watch Hearts and Hibs But again, and that, that, and that's the thing, Paul United. That's not... That, let me be a bit clearer That's not me saying I think old firm games are brilliant But in August We are due to kick off Our most lucrative ever TV contract with Sky It's been done It's due to kick off in August And it hinges on four old firm games yeah. Like it or love yeah, it Yeah they dictate it And plus the fact We went to a smaller league Because clubs voted for it It was tested in the fact that It was a better quality Bigger leagues Lesser games Gordon Fans don't go for it Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Paul, do give us a call back sometime because that is a subject we could probably spend a lot longer on. But the news is fast approaching, so we'll say goodbye for now. 01419511025. You have to call before seven o'clock if you want to play tonight's Beat the Pundit. You up against Mark or Gordon with a signed ball and bragging rights up for grabs. Get in touch. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL's here, Mark Wilson alongside him, and we are taking your calls on the usual number 01419511025. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Tonight it's been lively, to say the least, because we had breaking news before we came on. 
The Scottish FA and SPFL announcing all Scottish football off Until June the 10th at the earliest That includes training So that maybe has an impact on this vote tomorrow uh, Proposing that we end the lower leagues at the moment Because I know some people are still hanging on to the hope that we can play again in the summer Maybe we can uh, But we now have a, a bit more detail with regards to that time frame Keep the calls coming We are going to be joined on the phone by Celtic and Scotland defender Greg Taylor In the not too distant future So stay tuned for that And we'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Oh, I don't know if he's bottled it. Tonight's Beat the Pundit contestant just disappeared. Uh, yes, he's gone. What do you yeah. mean, yes? We need him. We need, we need someone. Uh, the, the, the oh, we've got him. It's okay. Oh, Danny, Danny's from Annan. Danny, we thought you'd bottled it there. Are you back? Uh, I am back here yeah. Good stuff Good ball like Danny didn't you Danny um, You're a Dundee United fan If you don't mind me asking Of what age yeah. Were you unfortunate enough To watch Mark Wilson Or did you come afterwards uh, Kind of come afterwards actually I. Ah you <laughs> don't Must know What you're missing Danny uh-huh. uh, Couple of cup finals in there Yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> No we didn't win any But it's all about Getting to bench, the final <laughs> um, funnily enough I noticed on television When is it Henrik Larsson's Final game against Celtic uh, Final game for Celtic's Televised Is it this weekend Oh it's aye It's on on Friday And well, You played some sort of part in it But I can't remember what I just oh, saw the well, advert let, let me remind you I scored in it Yeah You scored the penalty you Scored the penalty And you yeah. muted And it finished <laughs> I finished 2-1 But I scored a penalty In something like the 80th, oh, right. 80th I thought, minute I thought you ruined the party So no. they still won uh, oh. Aye they still won Who But I, mean, I ran away celebrating like I'd scored <laughs> the winner <laughs> That was like the 88th minute <laughs> I got a bit of stick for so that 2-0 down against, We were 2-0 down And I scored <laughs> a penalty 88th minute And ran away Giving it the big game <laughs> turn, turn, turn down And everybody was walking back To the halfway line Tune in the water you see it oh. Forget Henrik This is all about me, all about me Just let Bungo go on with <laughs> Danny it sounds like You were fortunate to miss him yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, um, you might get the chance to get one over on him and beat the pundit. If it's heads, you'll take on Mark. If it's tails, it's yeah. Gordon. And it is. It's the, it's the Dundee United pals I'm on. up oh, against each other. Friends. Good luck. Uh, right, let me give you some Clyde too. Right, he can't hear you anymore, Danny. So mm-hmm. uh, your secrets are safe. We'll put thirty seconds on the clock, and the only thing you need to know is that you can pass. Okay. Sure. No Good man. Yeah. Your time starts now. Who's St Mirren's top scorer this season? Obika. From which side did Celtic sign John Hartson? Swansea. How many clubs did Steven Gerrard play for in his career? One. What nationality is Hamilton's Alex Gogic? Uh, Hungarian. Elton John was previously chairman at which English club? Watford. Which player has the most appearances for Rangers this season? Tavernier. Which ex-Celtic player left the club for Monaco in 1996? Collins. Okay, let's see if we can bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, have you got us? Yes. Right, same set of questions to you. 30 <clears throat> seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. Who's St Mirren's top scorer this season? John Abika. From which side did Celtic sign John Hartson? Oh no. West Ham. How many clubs did Steven Gerrard play for in his career? Uh, two. What nationality is Hamilton's Alex Gogic? Slovakian Elton John was previously chairman At which English club? Watford Which player has the most appearances For Rangers this season? James Tavenier Which ex-Celtic player Left the club for Monaco in 1996? John Collins Julian Nagelsmann Is the head no, of no, no, out of town. Jinky's out of town, out of town. Out of town. Where are you? Who was the name anyway? 
uh, Julian Is it Nagelsmann Nagelsmann My, my, my German's not Not, not great <laughs> When they've got that you What was the question anyway. Who does he manage oh, I don't know you know, no. Leipzig no. Don't know that oh, no, I don't know no, we go. Anyway uh, What do you think Danny Danny got it I think he's I think he's pipped me With a John Hartson question mm, no, I wouldn't be so sure It's not that one Let's find out Who is St Mirren's top scorer This season Is John Obika You both got it well One of Good Danny. start From which side Did Celtic sign John Hartson I would say Watford No West That's Ham. even worse Arsenal Coventry Coventry Round about that area was I was the same I was in the same area Did you say that? <laughs> How many clubs did Steven Gerrard play for in his career? Liverpool and LA Galaxy. Danny, you forgot about that uh, one. So Mark goes 2 1 in front. What nationality is Alex Gogic? He's Cypriot. Oh, the corner. Elton John was previously the chairman at which English club is Watford? You both got it. I spent part of a lockdown watching Rocketman the other night. You must oh, have seen yes. it. It is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Rocketman's good, yeah. Love Elton John. Very good Anyway uh, Back to the football The Rangers player With the most appearances You both went James Tavernier I was surprised He didn't go Alan McGregor But it's I'm actually it's McGregor, actually, yeah. it's actually Connor Goldson Goldson it really? <laughs> it But I thought McGregor would be the go-to ah. But no you were, We were all wrong What's the score This is a good game um, Mark is ahead by one I think Yeah 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 uh, Which Celtic player Left the club for Monaco In 96 John Collins You both got it Mark stays one up Which means it all comes down To the last question You didn't get That it was RB Leipzig And Danny Didn't get that far oh. So Danny I'm afraid He's pipped you by one Unlucky Danny Unlucky I, I take no joy in that no. You know Beating yourself Others I do But Well played Danny No worries Mark All the best guys No I've got to give Danny a lot of credit there That know. shows you what Dundee United means to Mark Wilson exactly. Because he usually Mate. Rubs it right in the face of anyone that he beats oh, and beat the pundit. A, a He's a young Danny. terror yeah. I'd have gave a tiny out tight there <laughs> <laughs> oh, No no Bad respect for the fans Oh I yeah, did oh. Used to pay my wages so So when can we, when can we see this uh, Meaningless last minute penalty that you celebrate I think it, Like you've won the World Cup I think Cup? it's on uh, Is it Friday Aye, tomorrow At 7 I think I've seen it on Twitter Aye so who are you playing for? Oh, God. <laughs> who, who do you think I was playing for? I don't know. I used well, to play for Dundee United. Oh, uh, so you were playing Celtic v Dundee United, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't playing Celtic against Celtic. Oh, you it was Henrik Larson's last game. Oh, well, I don't know. So hold on, hold on. Well, this is even funnier. So you think in Henrik Larson's last game, Celtic got a penalty and he handed the ball to Mark Brooks? <laughs> Henrik says, "Go and take it." All, all through, be the pundit. I'm thinking, I cannot believe that. <laughs> you right He's a ball, Henrik. I'll deal with this. I'm thinking to myself, the player Celtic had then, and they hand him the ball. <laughs> it would have been on a hat trick at the time. <laughs> exactly. Ah, nah. Oh, right. That's a, nah. You, you I scored the games, nah, before I went History would have changed. The DVD would have been the mushroom who would be king. And <laughs> yeah, honestly, the full thing go. would have been. I'm going, I'll watch that tomorrow night. I'd like nice. to see play. Seven o'clock. I, I, but you'll need to record it and watch it after Super Scoreboard finishes. I, mm. I saw a little clip, of, must have been a, you know an advert or something, looking ahead to it. And although it doesn't seem that long ago, it was clearly still that era. B- Slightly before tight fitting jerseys because you look oh. drowned in yours. Oh, like so baggy jerseys, it's so baggy. Yeah. And you, you need, you clearly needed to hit the gym a little bit back then as yeah. well. And he's a wee skinny guy. Yeah, so, I wasn't very aerodynamic. Was with it a big No, Celtic Park. Oh, was it? <laughs> not getting much. Oh. Time for that. <laughs> Just watch the game the one after SSB. <laughs> okay, I'll be on it. 
Okay, we are going to be speaking on the phone live to Celtic and Scotland defender Greg Taylor very soon. So we'll have a good chat with him in the not too distant future. But there's still time for your calls: zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Of course, we're we're kind of going round the clubs and trying to get a a feeling for you know who's going for this proposal, who's against it. As far as I'm aware, the only top flight club that have come out in favour publicly is Livingston. Mm-hmm. I think you can you can kind of predict some of the others. Uh, the Air United chairman last night certainly suggested that they would go for it. Um, on the other side of the fence, Hearts, Rangers, Partick Thistle and Falkirk, their chairman Gary Deans isn't convinced the proposal to end the lower league season now will be voted through. He's not so sure. The clubs have, in theory, to decide by five o'clock tomorrow. The Premiership would remain on hold until later this month. Um, it would see... The Bairns miss out on promotion to the Championship by one point and obviously Dean says they won't be approving the plan. We have had discussions as a board over it already at Falkirk. Um, our view is the resolution's um, uh, not fit for purpose um, and we uh, have got alternative uh, plans that we would rather see uh, implemented. It's not only clubs that are being relegated that are that are at a disadvantage here, and I feel particularly sorry for Partick and the situation that they're in, and having a game in hand over their their closest rivals, and we'd be able to overtake them if they won that game. It's broader than that. Um, it, clubs in the various playoffs positions in the leagues um, all feel that they've got something left to be able to play for. Um, it, now the question is, can we get these games played? Um, it, and I think. It's probably unrealistic to be expect to be able to expect that to happen. So, in my view, the fairest way forward is to recognise that certain clubs have been disadvantaged by the shortened season, um, and uh, these exceptional times that we're in, um, and to uh, seriously look at league reorganisation starting uh, um, for the next the next season. In all honesty, the, the the numbers are going to be tight from the clubs that I've spoken to. Going to be tight, and and that's where it becomes really intriguing because, and, and I don't mean any disrespect because. They're very important voices on this But it's fairly obvious Falkirk are going to oppose it It's obvious Hearts are going to oppose it It's obvious Partick Thistle are going to oppose it It'll be It's going to be the other ones It's going to be Take Inverness for instance Yeah They would In theory miss out on the chance to Play, play, the, play the playoffs And mm-hmm. get to the top flight How much will How much will they care When presented with this information Do, do they double down Do they dig their heels in And, and, and say no or do they think it's the best way out? Air United would be in a similar boat, but they, they've said they're going to go for it. Yeah, that's a surprising thing for um, me. Air said okay. And this is this maybe where reconstruction becomes a a bit more difficult as well, Mark, because a lot of people want to see it and Falkirk want to see it. They would be fine, right? But let's look at the Championship, for instance. So Dundee United would go up. Mm-hmm. Who joins them? Mm, nice. Second, so Inverness because they're second. But what about the other yeah. two clubs who would be in the playoffs? Yeah, they have every they have the the same chance. If we were to play the season to a finish, mm-hmm. the other teams who are just behind Inverness, in theory, have the same chance of getting to the Premiership as Inverness do. Yeah, but, but because we're reconstructing, we just we just decide to, to, to take Inverness up and leave those others behind. You can see why. Yeah, but if we go the other way, we're going to relegate Hearts. And we're not really bored about anything else. So there's no winners in this, Gordon. We've yeah. got to find a way. But I, th- I don't think you can just go, right, tomorrow night, okay, that's the way it is. That's the way the standings are. There's your money, X, Y, and Z. Now let's go for reconstruction. Because yeah. I think that opens a big can of worms well, yeah, again because you've come out of the point. Worth bearing in mind as well, the, just to confuse you even more, the voting structure's actually a bit... It's, it's more difficult for reconstruction So if we were to get there um, It would need 11 of the 12 clubs in the Premiership to vote for it 
Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty quite high bar. Um, it would need eight of the ten in the championship, and it would need fifteen of the twenty in the other two divisions. So although we've been talking about this seventy-five percent number, you'll hear me referencing that at various points. You know, talking about the 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 nine in the Premiership, the eight in the Championship, and the fifteen across League One and Two. That's with regards to this proposal tomorrow. If we were to then get to League Reconstruction, it would be a little bit harder to force through. That's not to say it can't be done. Let's speak to Tom and Copebridge. Hi, Tom. Hi, Gordon. Gordon and Mark. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi. Gordon, I'm actually thinking to, uh, to myself that the teams that you actually believe will actually go for this might not actually go for it. Yep, very uh, possible. Yeah, because just, just on the Celtic uh, situation, a lot of Celtic supporters have come onto this phone and in turn round says they would uh, hope that the season uh, would actually finish complete so that so there's not an asterisk at the year. Mm-hmm. And even Celtic Football Club has more or less come out and said that, you know, in, in their correspondence. So I'm not quite sure if they'll definitely go for it, uh, but you've automatically ticked them off and you're more or less trying to tick each other one off. I think there might be a wee bit uh, sort of a... More opposing Maybe your proposal Oh certainly not my proposal Goodness And I, I'm not, not trying to do anything to, I'm just looking at the, the obvious ones If you like Because I think we know The ones that will definitely there's, there's, a, there's a difference here though Tom Between What you want to happen And what realistically can happen you're, I mean I, I, you're, you're repeating what I've said you know, I've said it all night Celtic do want to finish the season because, of course, they, they want they want to win it. They want they want mm-hmm. trophy day. They, they mm-hmm. want all all the, the you know the the congratulations that comes with that. I think the distinction, though, Tom, is you know what when you have to cast your vote, what, do Celtic realistically think the season can be finished? Because then that changes everything, doesn't it? Well, well, there's a wee contradiction there. Yeah, I believe Celtic do want to finish. I do believe they want to finish on the park. It might be, you know, sort of on TV, you know, with no no uh, supporters. But even Derek McInnes said that that would be the, the 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 last resort. And when you say the 10th of June, I was actually thinking about about that day. Mm-hmm. And we've actually discussed on the Super Scoreboard before. Derek McInnes said it, and so did uh, Ryan Jack of Rangers. They're, they're currently, and so did uh, Gordon Gale. was saying that the players have, have got a. A sort of training plan and all the information has been fed back. So see, really, what Derek said, the manager of Aberdeen, turned around and says, "Yeah, we could sort of start back within two weeks." So taking the tenth of June, adding two weeks onto that takes you up to the twenty-fourth of June. And as he already said, okay, they might not be fully up to speed, but they're all at the same. Yeah, exactly. It's the same for everyone. No, you're absolutely right. You you won't see any disagreement. From me on that Tom um, I think what most people Acknowledge is That Whilst it remains possible It's, it's extremely tight You know we would admit that And that's based on it's starting the 10th That, that we do get the green light On, on the 10th yeah, of June Which I we think, don't know for sure That's I, just a date at the moment I think that's a big problem And if we get to the 10th of June Then it's put to July What do we do then? The, 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 obviously the biggest problem Is the money On you go Tom I've got the answer to that, Gordon. I yeah. think, uh, what do you call it, as Derek McInnes says, and I'm sure other managers are thinking along the same lines, he wouldn't actually come out on your programme and say this. We need to give it a bit more time, obviously after the 23rd of April, because that's when the big decisions are coming 
uh, what you call it, and we've got to wait to that, and that's why the Scottish Premiership has been put on hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not been voted tomorrow. So so naturally, there's there's still no rush. What we do is we at this moment in time, the tenth of June, you could turn around and say, right, two weeks training. Now naturally, between now and then, if it's looking more unlikely, well then obviously you start discussing. You know, if it, if it's not going to be that day. Uh, but obviously there's plenty of time before that. Now, we already we, we had a, a, a great conversation on your programme a couple of weeks ago about the eight or nine games. We can easily do that in two, two and a half weeks. And do you know what I was thinking? I think it would be absolutely incredible, the, the appetite and the enthusiasm for those two, two and a half weeks for the conclusion of the season. And as regards uh, TV, I think they would jump at the chance. You could, you could have your... Friday night on the TV, your Saturday lunchtime or evening or, or Sunday, you could have each game, you know, like that. And the TV would love it. And the viewing figures would be fantastic. Tom's got me quite excited about it. And it does It does all sound great. Absolutely. It, it just is all hinging on if we can get back to playing. And I don't know. I don't think any of us can but say listen, for sure. Listen, this is my big thing about this. We all love football. But that does sound good. I mean, it Tom's sounds plan great. sounds spot But the 10th on. of June... People have to be realistic about this It's a date put out there We're on the 9th of April just now Two months away People are still dying The numbers are still rising And people think we're going to be back playing football on the 10th of June No, well, let's uh, Come on Back training No yeah, Back training Yeah. No, right. no chance And that's why a decision has to be made just now For the survival of clubs Because they must see the 10th of June as a date But unrealistic Tom thank you very much Do stay in touch Over the next couple of weeks That was Tom in Cope Bridge We're on Twitter At Clyde SSB We've got a full time teaser And coming up next We're going to be joined On the phone By Scotland and Celtic Defender Greg Taylor We'll speak to him next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback Is on TalkToThompsons.com Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're about to speak To Celtic and Scotland Defender Greg Taylor on the phone in just a second he won't mind me hanging off just to give you the question that you need Mm. to answer tonight your teaser between now and the end of the show is this Hayden Hughes says can you name the last 10 players to win the Scottish Football Writers Young Player of the Year quite simple can you name the last 10 players to win the Scottish Football Writers Young Player of the Year take one each to kick us off where's Jason Cummings one of all the obvious (laughs) answers there you've managed to give me a wrong one to kick us off brilliant where'd you even come with that Quick Stuart Armstrong He's on the list He clearly didn't win it last year But he's yeah. on the list That's fine We'll leave it there One down And nine to go <laughs> Right I'm pleased to say We're joined on the phone By Celtic defender Greg Taylor at the moment Greg how are you? Yeah well how are you doing? Yeah not too bad at all And Greg I must admit We are all in absolute admiration Of your commitment to your professionalism because we understand that you couldn't join us at seven o'clock on the phone because that's when you do your workout and it's serious business and it needs to be done at seven o'clock. Um, yeah, I like to plan out a day, so unfortunately today's timed in about six o'clock start, so I was tight for seven, so I had a delay, unfortunately. No, I, I like that. It's not an inconvenience. <laughs> to, that, see that commitment to his craft? That's where you two went wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that once or twice a day? Um, yeah, I like to do a wee run on a, the walk bike in the morning and then a bit of strength work in the afternoon, not in the night time. So I a couple of sessions a day at the moment. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, you keep that good work up. 
And see Mark Wilson You used to be a Celtic fullback as well ah. Fast forward a couple of years You're on here asking listeners To recommend how you can stop Your nipples chafing When you're out on a run <laughs> See how things change so quickly If Greg, you can just stick to this guy Keep it up in a few years You could be asking the same question <laughs> Anyway uh, Greg it's, it's all been a bit mad uh, The last couple of weeks A lot of uncertainty I'm not sure if, how, how much closer to certainty we are But we've obviously got this proposal Tomorrow Greg About you know what, what should happen To the league and so on What's the appetite f- From you as a player At the moment I think Everyone ideally Would like to get The league finished That is Probably what everyone's Priority is But unfortunately Circumstances Have put us in This situation And there's not a lot Of uncertainty As you say um, But definitely Our preference would be Finishing the league Because we're on Such good form And, and good stuff Yeah so, so you seem You sound Pretty clear about that Although there is a, a lot To take into account In an ideal world You would want to get back to games Play it And, and try and get over the line In the league is, Does that just Is that what would give you The most professional satisfaction So to speak Yeah exactly I think we've um, worked hard For 30 odd games Is it what we've done thus far And um, I think it would be right That we'd like to finish it um, If circumstances let us do that But um, that's unfortunately Out of our hands at the moment And we're just All trying to stay inside And stay safe at the moment and I, I know you can't speak on behalf of them all, but I'd imagine most of your teammates are in a, a similar boat because you, when you get into football, you know you kind of want to win things and, and get the recognition from full, you know, packed out crowds and stuff like that that goes along with it. Yeah, exactly. You miss the buzz of playing in front of the fans, and um, you, it's what we do week in week out is trying to perform for them. So no, um, as you touched on, we would like to ideally get it finished. What's life been like for you in the last couple of weeks? Then you've told us you know quite a strict kind of workout schedule and stuff. Everything else, how have you how have you coped with the the lockdown situation? It's been it's been different certainly, but um, thus far I've not been too bored. Thankfully, um, I've just tried to keep a bit of routine in my days. As I touched on doing a couple of sessions exercise wise, one outside and then the rest inside. And then I've got a dog who is loving it. Um, she's getting all my attention at the moment, so she's uh, <laughs> she's quite happy. The do- dogs across the country are going to nah, be knackered, aren't they? <laughs> They've gone dogs. from getting limited attention. Loads, loads of company, <laughs> somebody in the house all the time. And getting walked for 10 miles a day. <laughs> um, exactly, they're loving it. And, and Greg, actually, every every Thursday night, well, the, sorry, the last couple of Thursdays, we finished the show just a couple of minutes early, and we'll do it again tonight um, in support of, you know, the the clap for carers Clap for yep. NHS staff And so on And that's something That's very close to home For you Yeah exactly um, I think it, there was an article A couple of days ago That my girlfriend's a nurse So no she's been Working hard for everyone And um, I think it's definitely Tiresome shifts at the moment But um, I think that is a nice Wee moment Each Thursday 8 o'clock The public Giving them the, recon- uh, the Recognition they deserve As they are All grafting away We've tried to tried has been the keyword To strike a balance On this show In the last couple of weeks Greg To still talk about football And give people their fix But maintain a sense Of perspective And you you must have that All the time then When you see You know What your girlfriend And, and everyone else Is having to do To try their best To combat this Exactly no, um, Football is obviously A massive part In everyone's lives And many included But at the moment I think it's just So important That we give The NHS As good a chance As they can have um, They're Working as hard as they can To try and combat us As you touched on And um, hopefully We come out the other side Better for it What's her name what, Where is she based Just so we can give her Full recognition on the ah, show Exactly It's uh, Laura McFarlane And she's uh, the Queen Elizabeth So I, um, she'll be finishing up soon So I'll have the tea ready Hopefully Brilliant What are you cooking oh, yeah, well Come on what are you cooking? Oh no it's a lazy one tonight To be searching a pasta 
Oh, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Oh, 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 because ah. we finished the show um, and, and it sort of caught me unaware But then last week I was ready for it And I could see people walking along uh, Colbowie Road and Clyde Bank As we left the studio Clapping, clapping. Just walked, So I was just on the horn it was, it was quite good fun to get involved yeah. Even when we were driving along So that's what you, you've now Been guilted into it By Greg tonight oh, Make sure you're doing I'm on the horn every Thursday night Gordon <laughs> Just peeping away there Clapping <laughs> out the window It's <laughs> I wondered where that was going I must admit um, Greg we've actually had some of your, your teammates on Recently you know Ryan Christie spoke to us on the phone and, and we sort of We've been trying to put guys on the spot a little bit And dish a bit of dirt Find out of all your teammates Who's the last guy you'd want to be isolated with And on the flip side Who's the guy that you maybe wouldn't mind it Because his chat's quite good The last person I'd want to be isolated That is a good question um, Maybe Jerry Unsurprisingly, Jerry's pretty full on. He's always very excitable. So I think Jerry in isolation could be really tough. That would be tough. Jeremy Frimpong is too hyper yeah. for you. Uh, I think he's <laughs> a wee bit too hyper. If you <laughs> and on the flip side, anyone else that you think he'd be quite a good good company? Um, Johnny Hayes would be quite a good one. He tells good stories. He's always he knows someone about everything. So he'd have decent <laughs> stories Certainly for the first few weeks Brilliant And before we let you go Because we've been pestering everyone for this Gordon DL is one of these guys He thinks he's completed Netflix And he's too old for computer games And stuff like that So he's getting a bit bored And really we're looking for your recommendations To him and to everyone else who's listening How are you passing the time What, what would you recommend? Oh there was a new season of Money Heist Just came out last week So I'm just um, halfway through that I That's watched every money <laughs> You finished uh, it? No spoilers then Because no, I'm only no, halfway through No he dies in the end um, It's <laughs> absolutely fantastic I've I, I done that in about Three days yeah, you, you need to find yeah, other hobbies it's great. It's, Keep watching Very it good. Great It's absolutely brilliant mate And enjoy your tuna pasta tonight Greg, great stuff We do really appreciate you taking the time Very kind of you um, Pass on our well wishes Along with the tuna pasta uh, when, when that time comes Thanks again oh, Cheers Good man That was Greg Taylor Celtic and Scotland defender I've quite, I've quite enjoyed the last couple of weeks We had a different bit of insight here and there With Derek McInnes last mm. night With Ryan Jack last week Didn't we And we've ticked off good, All sorts of people It's good the fact that they take time To come on Gordon Different teams, different people just just wondering what these guys are doing. Obviously, Greg's doing a lot of work, a lot of work, and you better tune a pasta night for a bit of carbs. So, well done to him. See, I was trying to cut him some slack, and then the process dawned on me. I'm not much of a chef, but I realised boil the pasta, <laughs> open the John West, stick it in. <laughs> 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 Sit down, sweetheart. I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> That's the job. I didn't come in into that. <laughs> Well, we've got garlic bread there. 01419511025. The great thing about this discussion is obviously so many clubs are in, in different situations. To some, at you know, mid table or whatever, it might not really matter, and they can vote. The ones at, at the top and the bottom, they'll feel really passionate. And we had a bit of a joke at the start of the show because we thought Mark Wilson might be walking barefoot to Hamden to hand in Breakin's vote because they would obviously. As things stand Would stay up Because there are no playoffs They wouldn't have to come up Against either Brora 
or Kelty And he's, he, he thinks he's safe here Because we don't get any Brora or Kelty oh, fans on the phone tell me. Until now Because oh. Rory is in Fife <laughs> Come on Rory Rory, Brecon can't do this to your Kelty team surely oh, I, I mean it's, it's extremely a circumstances And <laughs> I get that obviously You know there's there's more reason to football than, than now But I just feel a bit disheartened by all By the announcement that's come out guys um, I get that there's going to be disappointment Somewhere down the line, don't get me wrong But I think it's a mass slap in the face For the pyramid scheme that supported the leagues uh, You know, up until now You know, we've got the likes of Edinburgh City and Cove Rangers Who've held their own Don't get me wrong, they've held their own In Division 2 And I just feel like there hasn't been any communication at all about what happened to the pyramid scheme. Um, you know, it's all about cloak and dagger, really, at the moment. We, we guys in the Highland League and the Lowland League are a bit in the dark at the moment, and it'd be really, really good to actually find out, OK, so if the vote goes to that they don't want to end the league as it stands at the moment, what happens with the reconstruction? Is there going to be a place for Highland and Lowland League winners? Is there going to be a plan to integrate the tier 6, tier 5, into the tier 4, what happens next? And I don't think there's enough information about that for clubs and chairmen to actually make a rational decision whether or not that's a benefit to the leagues or not. It's a fair concern, Rory. What about, let's take it back a step, though, because Brora have been declared champions of the Highland League, you know, by the Highland League. You correct me if I'm wrong, that's not happened to Kelty in the Lowland League. So would you like to see that happen first, though? Well, I mean, personally, no. Um, Bonnie Rick Rose have given us a very, very good season. And it pains me to say that, but I'd like to see the completion of the league. But if circumstances don't allow, the league table is sitting how it is at the moment. If the decision goes down the route of that we all need to honour the positions as they are just now, then of course I'll accept it. But... For me, I'd love to see the leagues being completed. I know in the back of my mind it's not going to happen. But, you know, it's a difficult situation, guys. Um, I'm curious, though, Mark, what would you rather, Kelly or Brora? <laughs> oh, there's a question. Oh, to play against. Uh, yeah, have you watched it? Have you seen any? Uh, Kelly. Ah, well, Kelly, listen, it's, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone that Kelly's assembled a really good squad. Playing some good stuff I watched um, him against Jusco Bride Not that long ago Sounds like he's sitting In the fence to uh, me uh, he No but I think uh, I think obviously Brora on paper Would present An easier challenge um, oh, but, What makes but you, you say that? For any Brora fans That are listening listen, Again it's no secret The, the calibre of player That Kelty Have so attracted with, with, league, season. with league experience For instance You yeah, feel like With league experience more, right? Yeah, yeah I, um, I mean as players Had Opportunities to sign for League Two and maybe even League One clubs, and they've went to Kelty. Um, but probably on the on the thinking that this pyramid was going to go ahead and and they would climb up the leagues. Edinburgh City is a very good example, very good side. Edinburgh City, and if it wasn't for Cove, well, you look at Cove spent big. Looks like they're going to jump the leagues pretty easily, and and Kelty may be the same. I read the Highland League statement that that got put out today. You know, stating what exactly what you're saying, how they're disappointed, but they were willing to to welcome any sort of information. And the problem is, with the playoffs, like I said at the start of the show, it's a separate competition, so you can't start a separate competition. But I think if it does finish, 
It's my belief anyway I think there will be League reconstruction Pretty soon after this And I think Fair's fair Broda champions And Kelty If it has drawn a line Would be champions And both would come up And I think it would make For the fairest solution Final word to you Rory um, Well I mean it is, It's quite fair to be fair um, And to be fair it's, it's a decision obviously That we need to talk about We need to look at It's I just say it's, 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 a, it's a very difficult situation And I mean, what do you do? You can't keep everyone happy. I mean, I've got my own view of how we, we restructure everything going forward. And my view is that we go with the 14, 10, 10 and 10. But again, not everyone's going to be happy with that because the playoffs aren't going to be there. So Inverness Cali, yeah, they'd go up to the Premier League Premiership. They'd be happy. But you can't please everyone. I don't think there should be any relegations. I think we should have two promotions per league and take it from there. That's my own view. Maybe not everyone's going to share that same view, but who knows? It's it's one of those hard decisions. Yes, it is indeed. The vote is well meant. The votes are meant to be in by five o'clock tomorrow. Scottish mm. football's a, a weird place. So I'm, I'm not going to say for definite that will 100 percent happen. That's the hope. Um, but I'm not sure we'll find out the result tomorrow night for anyone who's thinking along those lines. But anyway, thank you to Rory, a Kelty fan. On the line Hayden Hughes sent tonight's teaser in He wants to know Can you name the last 10 players To win the Scottish Football Writers Young Player of the Year award You've got Stuart Armstrong Last year's winner Ryan Kent No that was the PFA award They did, didn't win it They're all Scottish That's the, that's the catch for the, oh, David, for the football David writers Turnbull. David Turnbull Yeah The football writers won The young players always Scottish Right okay I'm at football writers every year <laughs> I know you were there one? Yeah, uh, David Turnbull won it last year. Yeah, um, Kieran Tierney. He won it three in a row. Three year in a row. Kieran Tierney. Yeah, I give you that. I, one. I tell you another one. Got to be Andy Robertson. Did he win it? <laughs> no. Did he not? <laughs> what? Did James Forrest win it? I'm sure his Champions League winners medal will keep him. I don't keep think so. Thank you, Barry. James Forrest. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Um, Sean Maloney. Nope. <laughs> what? Well, not in the last ten. I'm at Hannah's table every year as well. Uh, oh, we're struggling here with us. I was going PFA. I was right. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking struggling. Right. right, I'll give you some thinking time. Turnbull, Tierney, Armstrong, Forrest, four down, six to go. Let me just tell you about this first, though. The Cash Register. At Easter, stay at home. Win life changing cash. <laughs> What a stupid question this is going to be. How would you like to start the Easter bank holiday with a share of £100,000? What would you do with some extra cash in your bank account right now? Just imagine, take care of the rent, the mortgage for the rest of the year, treat your friends and family, donate some to charity, do what you want. This Easter, £10,000 in tax-free cash could be yours to spend on whatever you like. Enter again to increase your chance of winning. Text YES to 61025. That's YES to 61025. It's £2 to play plus your standard message rate. Over 18s only. The full terms and online entry for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on the website. Here's the deal. We're going to freeze the lines every hour between 10am and 3pm tomorrow. Greg Zane Grant will make the calls throughout the day to give away the cash 10 times over. Answer your phone within the five rings. Tell us the Easter cash register amount of £10,000. And the money is yours. It is as simple as that. To enter, go to the website or text yes to 61025 for your chance to win a share of £100,000. The Cash Register at Easter. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, helping you return to action. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I think we're finishing just a bit earlier tonight for the, the clap for carers Thursday night, 8 pm. Hopefully, you're all taking part. Um, but we still plenty of time to speak to you on the phone and round off tonight's teaser. As well Now remember If you want to hear Your questions used On the show The address you need Is fulltime At Clyde1.com That's fulltime At Clyde1.com Quite a straightforward one From Hayden tonight In terms of Easy to understand You notice when I don't need to Repeat the question to you Five times Gordon That's when you know yeah. It's easy to understand Can you name the last Ten players to win The Scottish Football Writers Young Player Of the Year David Turnbull Kieran Tierney Stuart Armstrong James Forrest I already explained That the unique thing About the Football Writers Award Is that they're all Scottish mm. During the break Gordon Deal <laughs> asked me If Moussa Dembele Was on the list And I'm not even kidding on No you are kidding I've got one You did ask Do, do <laughs> not know, do that to me on. Mark moving Wilson on. did he ask He certainly did I, I could just stick up You're a clown uh, David Goodwillie And I'll give you the year Because I was there <laughs> Okay I don't need the year. Two thousand fourteen. Is he on it? He's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand fourteen. I don't even know if that's right, but he's on the list. Um, is Ryan Gold won it? No. Mackay Stephen. No. Oh, I thought I was going to steal that one. We're struggling here. We are struggling. Five to go. You better hurry up. Five. Mm-hmm. Five. You're only halfway there. One uh, I have. Kevin Thompson. No. No. It goes back to the oh six seven season. Oh, shit. McGee- oh nice. Well, football nationality. Yeah, yeah. We usually do that on these questions. Yeah, no, McGee did. No. Oh, I don't yeah, even know. No, Derek Harden. No, no, not Derek Harden. No, but you're getting closer because it, it does go quite far back. I know I said last ten, but Tierney won it three times, so that Aye. pushes you back if you like. What's about Harris player in there? Lee Griffiths. Lee Griffiths. I already said Lee Griffiths. Did you? Yeah. No, nah, he's not on it. Ten minutes ago, and I said there wasn't on it. It must be some players, by the way, on this list. If none of these guys are on it, right? You've said you know you said Kevin Thompson. Yeah. Think of that that Hibs team. You said Derek Radley. Not Gary him. O'Connor. No, Scott, Scott Brown. Brown. Yes, huh. and he's <laughs> the only O'Connor. one you've not missed. Yeah, the one that, no, didn't play elsewhere in Scotland. Went down south. From Hibs Stephen Fletcher Stephen Fletcher yeah. Okay We're getting there Right Let's squeeze in another call 01419511025 Davey's on the line Davey Thanks for joining us The show has been Saturated with Opinions and, and Theories about Where the league is, is going In this announcement um, That we can't play again Until June the 10th What's your own take on it? Um, what I would say Good evening Carol How are we all? Good day um, what I would say is I think it's probably the first time that there's been such a level of unanimous agreement in anything to do with Scottish football in the sense that all players, managers, clubs and fans would like to see it played out to a finish. Um, but I think the reality with tonight's announcement with the suspension running until the 10th of June and the 10th of June for me has really just been dangled as a carrot in front of us to keep us all safe and keep us all going. There's no way that it's going to be able to be played out I think it's quite interesting as well that the votes were requested from yesterday. I know the closing for the votes is tomorrow. But I wonder if the vote would have changed if the announcement of the suspension continuing until the 10th of June would have been different if that had came in the other order. Because the vote suggests there's an alternative, but I don't know what the alternative Mm. would be. Great, It's a great point, and I wish someone had raised it earlier on because we're we're running out of time. I'm also interested in the timing, Mark. Do you think this changes anything? 
this announcement today yeah. because a lot of, so. a, a lot of people let's just say and we are speaking hypothetical say there was there were there were clubs out there who were going to vote no in the hope that we can play it again mm-hmm. but then they've heard June the 10th as a minimum and thought oh maybe not well, possible I, no, I think it's a good point because I, th- I listened to Derek last night and uh, you know he was quite rightly saying don't jump into this but the 10th has come out and you're thinking well when can you play it? Because that is, like David says, just a carrot. That'll get pushed back further and further, so you never know. Before we, we move on, uh, David, and get rid of you, I do understand you've also been uh, quite busy raising money for cash for kids in your own time. I have, I have been, Gordon. Explain um, So, usually in my spare time, I play acoustic sets around kind of pubs and whatever, uh, Glasgow and Central Belt, out your way as well, out in Motherwell, a few pubs and things there. But obviously... Um, and given the circumstances, you know, all of this has been brought to a close for the time being. But I've been doing some wee live streams uh, just on my Facebook page on a Friday night, just some live acoustic covers. Um, but it generated quite a lot of interest. And in week one, which was a week past on Friday there, I decided just to stick a wee donate button on for Cash for Kids. The initial reason for doing this was just a, a bit of light relief and some headspace like yourselves, you know, putting this thing on, it gives a wee bit of a break for what's going on. But I decided to put the wee donate button on, and within the two hours, I played half eight, so half ten, uh, it's currently sitting at £2,991. Wow. Um, so, uh, it was really impressive. Um, it's just, but it really gets down to the generosity of the, the people who are sitting there watching that. It's, it's, it's totally not related at all to the talent that they're watching. It's not performance related <laughs> or anything like that. And Mark will vouch for that. He's certainly singing a few telemetry songs this time. Uh, so, uh, but it's just the generosity of people. And it's basically just a wee virtual gathering. And I have to say, when I read through, like Friday night's uh, live stream there, there's 6,000 comments on it, 11,000 views. And when you read through it all, it's the sense of togetherness that you're getting and people having chat with folk that they wouldn't necessarily have chat with. But as I say, the money raised the week before for Cash for Kids is absolutely fantastic. Davy, super. Brilliant to hear. Keep good, up the good, good work. Stuff. And remember, if you want involved in the Cash for Kids appeal, clyde1.com forward slash appeal. Quickly, a couple more on the teaser. We Ryan are running Christie. out of time. Definitely. Yes, Ryan Christie. Go, two more. Get a clue, quick. Uh, long hair, ponytail. Stevie May. Stevie May And the other one I need to tell you Danny Wilson We're out of time right, never got There up. we go Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Experienced players Who know how to win Talk to Thompson's.com